And then you're walking by the the fucking statues of the seven deadly sins. Lust has got her, dude. Come on, Lust has got her titties out, and she's not doesn't just have her titties out. She's got her titties out, and she's like, hey, uh, hey there, Max. Brazzers is free. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Don't you Brazzers. click that skip button, oh my god. dude? You know it. You oh, know. I sure do. Lots of women want a sex chat with you. Oh god, they're real. And you're like, man, I don't know. Like, I wish it wasn't AI asking me this. Why? Are you interested? Because <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, like maybe I'm a little turned on by the AI. Maybe the Maria say something machine. else flat and uninflected. <laughs> <at me. laughs> um, but do it with a male Australian accent. <laughs> change that up. You know what's you got a guy. In about in about <laughs> five years, we're gonna be able to do that. Be like Pornhub. Change the, change my ad voice to male Austrian. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Hot local singles in your area. <laughs> You're greeting them Come now. with me if you want to <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Just a few film nerds breaking out of a rut. Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut. Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks, and come and listen in, we're measuring flicks. Rotwang is a hard name to have, so it, it wasn't surprising what to me that... What do you think his medical condition is? He's I... probably got um, underarm... I'm gonna say syphilis. Underarm dermatitis. <laughs> <laughs> that's much better, yeah. yeah. He jacked it till his hand failed, and he had to get it amputated, and Ma- that... Max, you know what he was looking at? What? Nipples. Nipples. Well, you know, uh, did you guys see my mechanical hand? No, <laughs> Unrelated. I, I, I need to see your I need to see your weighing real quick, Max, because we need to do an intervention. No, no, no. I've got one of those nineteen twenties black and white illnesses going on, but I Jesus. penicillin's coming up in like the forties, I'm sure. You don't have to wait much longer. Black and white illnesses. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. so, um, much easier. so he lives in a by a handshake in an ancient cathedral in yes. the middle of this city. Yes. Which how appropriate that this like mad inventor who's like creating life and is going to I mean let me see if I can unpack the religious symbolism of this because you mentioned a quote earlier it's a famous actually it's Karl Marx it's uh, religion is the opiate of the masses Mm -hmm. well this guy in a church creates a figure that becomes a false, let's, we could even say demiurge, but let's not yet. Right. But creates a false prophet, essentially a false messiah character right. that goes out. And Maria, the actual Maria, is a religious figure to this ma- mm-hmm. these masses. There's a point where Grot, act, not Grot, the thin man actually tells, uh, yo, Frederson, um, the only thing that's keeping the workers like from rebelling against you is the fact that that they're expecting this mediator. Let's yeah. call it, let's call him Jesus. Caesar, yeah. yeah. There's a mediator who's going to like bridge the gap between us and them is what they think, mm-hmm. which is kind of the basic teaching of Christianity as right. well. So like there's your Christian myth layered right into this movie. Now this guy in a church creates a false Messiah yeah. that gives them uh, basically like, you need to like burn it all down the machine. I'm your blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That leads to, we'll dig in more, but like just on the surface, that leads to a huge revolution, like uh, one that happened kind of near this time in history. Let's say the Russian Revolution, right? Uh, which is where Marx is doing a lot of his writing. Um, so we've got a huge revolution leads to witch burning 
And then at the end, once all this is resolved and they realize like, oh, we burned the, the demon was, you know, revealed by the cleansing tongues of flame. And they're like, all right, well, what do we do now? And you remember the shot earlier when they're all marching slowly mm-hmm. up the steps into the Maw of Moloch? After the failed witch burning, when things have resolved and, you know, uh, Rotwing is dead and mm-hmm. all that, the masses march in lockstep unison up the steps to the open door of the church mm-hmm. in a perfect match cut to marching into the Maw of Moloch. And I think Fritz Lang is telling us, like, things have resolved, but what they're doing here, let's, okay, well, now we need to plod our right. way to something else that has the answers for us and they're heading into church i think it's really important that our main characters stop them yeah they right as they get to the door yeah because they're our, like they're like okay we'll follow this yeah like now right. we this need we need someone else to tell us what to do like here we go up into the church and then our all our characters come back out and they're like no there's nothing in there for you guys we, we are t- we're done at this point in the movie you know it took us a, what a long walk, you know, no pun intended, but like <laughs> now like, okay, we're at the end of the movie. We're done with marching in lockstep with our heads down into some dark maw yeah. for something to control our destinies. Now we control our destinies. And this was the part that felt so prescient to me, <laughs> like was this very, you know, I, I hesitate for only a nanosecond to go into politics, but like, you know, this, this Trumpian or Putin or demagoguery of it's so it, this social media, mm-hmm. you know, mogul empire, very just uh crass manipulation just because we can sure kind of vibe. And it's so disturbing. And like to see that like predicted so easily, you know, or, 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 or the Hitler, you know, which is only a few years off for them. Like, yeah. like the saying of like, it's just going to take one person who says what you want to say or say, says the things you think are real. The We're things that you 10 feel years are real. from like the real start of world war two would be like a mid thirties. Right. For Japan, right. And then Germany is going to get way into it in like the late thirties. Yeah. And, and just this kind of thought of, of just seeing how easy it is for someone to say with passion, the thing we feel is true, even though we don't know it's true, mm-hmm. but we want to think dark it's Maria true. could be Adolf Hitler. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, she is. Up. She is. And she's almost, and she's almost more, she's more nuanced. She's almost, almost worse because she she's not saying like you know like she's she's not scapegoating any one thing right she's like right. She, you know it's 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 like the, yeah it's it's amazing the the words that they wrote for her and stuff are so powerful uh, yeah and it's the i like that you brought up her dialogue because when she's out there proselytizing to these like tired exhausted working class masses the stuff she's saying you're sitting there as a viewer like fuck yeah yeah let the machines die. Get out of there. You yeah. guys are doomed. You're yeah. just like you're all of you are burning out your lives generation after generation. And when she's like, who, you know, like, who is the flesh that we feed these machines to? Who yeah. is the blood that oils the gears? And you're like, nothing uh, that she said is wrong. No, it's just morally. Maybe not. it's it's correct information, but it leads down a moral path that you maybe don't want to walk as mm-hmm. a human being. Yeah. You know, but when you say it with fervor in those fucking eyes of hers. Yeah. And those, yeah, gorgeous. Amazing. I'd, I'd burn it all down. It's all for that in the broad. delivery, man. <laughs> it's yeah, it definitely is. Um, well, and, and it was funny too because it was a funny creative choice, like how evil she looks when she's doing it because we're <laughs> in on it, right. so we know it's evil, Maria. Sure, but anybody sure. in that audience would be like, "You look, you, you okay? looking a little bit 
evil. You're looking a little bit evil, but it's <laughs> like a little half, mischievous. And for today. half a second, it bothered. She's twisting her head like a Slipknot yeah. video yeah. from and 2005. For half a second, it bothered me, and then I'm like, wait, I'm like, why am I asking this movie to pull back on its metaphor? Right. You yeah. know, just, just go for it. Yeah, just dude. have her canted. This, like, you know, this fucking thing is Babe Ruthing so hard. Fritz Lang's like, <laughs> check this out. <laughs> Correct. Look at the eyeshadow on her, dude. She's just like, <laughs> yes, yes. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Um, and she's looking right into Max's soul, just yeah. like oh, lo- dude, love me, Max from straight 100 up, years old. Straight up. Oh my god, almost 100 years old. This yeah, movie. This yeah, movie man. is almost 100 years old. years old. Oh my god, holds up. Yeah, can't, I can't say well, that. About what also, what else, that blows my mind the other way though. We've only been making movies sure. for like oh yeah. Not a long 150 time. maybe. 150? What's the first one? It's that train, right? The first one ever shown was that train heading towards the audience, and they all the like, gun, the gun, the the cowboy thing, or the train. I I thought it was the train. We yeah, should, no, no, yeah. We should do this. Like the first, we'll do a month. It'll be the first four films ever, and it'll all be, be like fun. thirty like seconds. Thirty long. seconds long. Yeah, we'll still make it a three hour talk. Solid three hours. <laughs> be like, so the thing about trains, <laughs> yeah, they're on rails. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like they, they can't get off. They the, always go in one direction the or the here. other. And you got to remember, this is right around the time of the Industrial Revolution right. in Europe. I just read this book. You guys, <laughs> Barbara Tuckman, you guys are going to love this. I, I went through. I was working on my on my on my grandfather's watch the other day, and I ripped through and went to the other side. I uh, I ended up in Portland um, <laughs> inside of John Malkovich's head. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I think that's coming that's, up actually. I think it is too. Um, Statue of Hell. Born for my happiness and mankind's blessing. Oh, let me you know, interrupt. Oh, yeah, You're please. about to say something cool. Please, at, It was at this moment that I wrote, this movie feels like the opening to a crazy video game. Because it felt like, to me, because it's like slow burn, slow burn, slow burn, and it felt like it was just about to turn you like loose. Like a long cut scene? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like it was about to turn you loose with a machine gun. Because once, yeah. once she starts get, ramping you yeah. up, it's like, yeah, now I'm going to f- go into first person mode and grab my machine gun. Or and you start- get your party together and decide <laughs> who the healer is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really did feel like, like that. Was yeah, like, like like the longest. It was an hour and forty yeah. minute God, opening cutscene. Square cut scene. Enix is getting real long winded <laughs> with their cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, I tell mean, me Final Fantasy Seven. They're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then if you deliver like Diablo three afterwards, I'm yeah. there for it. Or yeah. Doom or Wolfenstein. Yeah, yes, like that. That was Wolfenstein. Was exactly what I was thinking yeah. of the newer Wolfenstein. The new oh, Wolfenstein. Shit. Um. So we get we get this statue when Frederson goes to visit Rotwing, see how his dick is doing. Yeah. He pops in and he's like, We got behind this big weird curtain and it's a huge statue of his like ex wife's head. Mm-hmm. And he, and the inscription says her name is Hell, H E L. Born for my happiness and mankind's blessing, lost to Yo Frederson. So hmm, we've got ourselves mm-hmm. a love triangle with yeah. a dead lady. Died giving birth to Freighter. Yo, Frederson's son. Yo. Let's let's jump in real quick. Hell is from Norse mythology. Hell is the goddess that presides over the underworld. Um, very interesting uh, presentation to hell. Hell is from one side uh, a corpse, and the mm. other side is a living woman. And I wrote down what an apt metaphor for um, how the dead exist to the living. Mm. Um, dead in Yo and Rotwing's reality, but alive in their memory, as are all the dead to us. Uh, thus, the metaphor and myth. Um, she's also an interesting character because she is a daughter of Loki, and her two brothers will bring about the end of the world. She and her two brothers will bring That's about right. Ragnarok. Uh, her brothers are Fenrir and Jormungandr. Jormungandr's the serpent that will uncoil itself and release the seas, which will drown the world. Yeah. Drowning. 
drowning, and yeah. uh, Fenrir is a wolf that bites off Tyr's right hand. Hey, That's so and I was just looking up. I was just looking up the the etymology of the word hell, um, which you know from Old Norse, and it's Proto-Germanic. It just means in, to cover, to hide, to conceal. So, like, you know, this thing that's beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, they used to make movies, guys. Dude. I know. They used to make movies. <laughs> they used to start making movies and because they were starting to make movies just then. Well, what yeah, a, 1927. What a, yeah. <laughs> what a cool... <laughs> like, that they used to. They were just starting Touché. to. Yeah. yeah, their first couple were fucking strong. Yeah, all yeah. downhill from here. Yeah. What a what an interesting um, kind of thought there, too, right? You're like, well, what do we call the the dead wife of this, of this crazy guy and the... the Birth, you know, the mom of of uh, Frederson, Fred, Freder, 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 F, 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 double F, um, you know, and like, like, well, you know, like, let's not, let's not just have hell as in like H E L L, like, you know, whatever. Let's go to like the, go to the original of that, yeah. and like, really, oh my god, I know, like old Norse yeah. hell goddess of the underworld. Pull into that, okay? Fuck mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, let's do that. And then, like, I, even the nature. This is the cool. One of my favorite things about myth is like how it lends itself to storytelling because that's what it is. It's yeah. the oh, it's OG storytelling. It's the DNA of human stories. Yeah. So the metaphors that they've baked in are so they're um they're so primordial. There's there's such there's a word they're they're, they're archetypal. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's like you put the moon in something. And that means something to every person who's ever lived. You put blood in something, that is a very potent symbol. Like uh, yeah. Huberman would call it a strong stimulus. <laughs> so like hell, hell alone. I, I just love like the, the that metaphor, the, the Norse metaphor, not even Fritz Lang's metaphor. Mm-hmm. Like what are the dead? The dead are dead, but we we have memories of them. So they live on in us, through us. Right. And when we die, we join them. Not only like, you know, we go to the afterlife, but in that we are dead, but also alive in those that we leave behind. And then the way that Fritz Lang weaves in not just hell, but kind of winks at the two siblings of hell in the drowning water sequence and the missing right hand of Rotwang. My God, dude, like the the level of, of detail that this dude is digging into. Um, And then we get... And it's not done in a... I don't think it's it doesn't feel like a show offy way though it you know sometimes it's like like sometimes Max when you talk yeah you're, you're yeah. like you know here's the 12 books I read last <laughs> week and I'm gonna tell you about all of them or I sit for like 30 seconds because I'm like well I could say a simple word but I know I know a 25 dollar <laughs> word that is just gonna machinations it's like gonna come <laughs> back around but but this one it didn't feel it felt like like it was just these concepts are well nigh antediluvian Jeff okay <laughs> Sorry, sorry. No, it's great. No, I have it, a show offy moment that no, Fritz Lang has in the next moment here. But. That's true. That's true. But it, but it, I guess that's true. I guess the next I, thing we see is I was about to say that he's not very show offy, and then I just took half a step back and looked at this whole movie and was like, oh my god, oh, the that's whole thing pretty is show offy. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it's not any more. Very I mean, subtle. He just subtle, like created an entire future civilization yeah. with like sweeping <laughs> class and yeah. economic concerns. Yeah, real, real subtle touch that Fritz Lane. Yeah, you know? he's real, real, real easy. What do you think he's Can trying to imagine? Say? It's 1927, and they're like, we just figured out how to make. If you crank this, it makes a motion picture. That goes, I want to build the city of <laughs> the future, and you're like, holy and I want hold to make my a beer. Statement about <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much everything. I will create artificial life. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, here, here's my favorite show. Yeah, here. artificial intelligence was so cool in this too. I know, dude. He like, okay, I love that Rotwing is like, behold, I've recreated hell, and you're like, hmm. Where did you? 
I feel like kind of that's a robot yeah. made out of metal. <laughs> you guys were probably in love with what I would, I'm guessing was a human. Yes. So you biffed this one, Rotwing. <laughs> the, the worms get into the brain now. When does the nose come off? Um, but I love the, the hell reveal. This is the huge inverted pentagram, mm, by yeah. the way, which how can you not be like, I think that's the bad guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, did we, we entered the Satan room and we see a creature called hell. I think maybe this will be the villain. Um, but also reveal that that symbol is also the symbol for Baphomet. And this... Oh, it was s- one of the summon materia from Final Fantasy mm-hmm. VII. Yep. Satan. So we, let's, let's, let's not say Satan. Let's say Lucifer. Because with Lucifer, Lucifer you can bring in Lucifer, Baphomet, and Prometheus. So you have... Baphomet is a symbol of Illuminism, as is Prometheus. These are the bringers of knowledge, the yeah. light bringers. Lucifer literally means morning star. <laughs> so... You're seeing the next wave. Fritz Lang is maybe calling the next wave of like human illumination. This is the future, and he calls he calls robotics in oh, 1927. Yeah. Yeah. He's weaving in computer code into unless I'm like just getting too into numerology. No, and you're I'm right. You're too, right. No, absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, one one eight one one. Come on. Yeah. Guys. Well, he's doing a machine that runs yeah. the world. Yeah. On yeah. And on forever. On and on. I mean, it's yeah. on and on forever. On and on. Exactly. And it becomes its own Mobius strip too, because the last two numbers. Are, you know what I mean? That's right. Like, so fucking cool. But um, he he like he the next thing we see is he does literally create hell. This is a non-living entity. She does not exist. Yo, the head is like, hey, I need you, my alchemist, who is not really part of the system but exists outside of it, a Loki-esque character, let us say, mm-hmm. who creates all of the three children. Um, so he, he's like, I need you to make her look like the Messiah woman so that we can fuck up this whole revolution Everyone, yeah. thing that's happening. So what he does is he creates a being that is both dead and the life. Mm-hmm. He literally he, hell. he recreates hell using his like modern technology mm. stuff. And she looks great. <laughs> she does look great. Um, this is when Carl gets interested. In no, I'm metal, like, I got a metal woman. Metal nipples. I also would like to point out that he, Rot, Rotwing is like, you know, the guy looks up and he's like, you made a tin can statue? And he goes, yeah. give me 24 hours and no <laughs> yeah, one on yeah, earth yeah, will yeah, be able yeah, to tell exactly. that that's not a living being. And I was like, 24 hours? Yeah. Man, it took Skynet Holy like 110 shit. years to oh figure God. out. Human I'm like, flesh. looking where you are, Rotwang. Not that I'm not impressed. But was he wrong? No, no he, was, he right. was right. He was right. He was little electricity. He was sitting on an ace in the hole, which was like, <laughs> did you know that if you zap this Skin with donuts yeah. and do a cro- and do a crossfade? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys behold do- the power of crossfade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch this. He holds up the thing like in post. <laughs> Make real woman. He was like. You don't realize I'm communicating with the, how meta would that shit be? Oh, like, wow. I'm capable of anything. Insert firework. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm my fucking God. meta talking to the gods. Well, it's like it, the ace in the hole was, you know, Bridget Helm playing Maria, being able to fucking do anything. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, when you've she's got, like, when you have that actress, yeah. Bridget Helm is the name. Yeah. She's the best she, thing about Bridget. this movie. Yeah. Her performance, the, the way that she differentiates the performance, it's obviously the same woman. And yeah. sometimes when they cut back and forth quick, you're like, ah, you were just doing something goofy in the other shot. Yeah. But like, that's two different people. Yeah. That is two different characters. This is like Tom Hardy in uh, Infamous. <laughs> oh, I was going oh, to say where he yep. pra- plays the, yes. the Cray twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but have yeah. you seen Bronson? Yeah, uh-huh. it was the first movie we ever did. Really? Yeah, yeah. Measuring That's Flicks episode one was zero, runs. dude. Wow. Yes. I was just talking about that. I was just pitching that to some somebody that I know to watch that too. So it's, it's such a is like that's another one where I'm like, 
do you like weird movies yeah. that are kind of already and long and just a weird kind of like... That's a great example, right, of that, like, like it's a movie you subject to other people to, but it is an enjoyable movie. Yeah, like, and then when they know. watch it, they're like, it's mm-hmm. a virus, dude. Yeah. It's like, Carl's gonna watch Dead Girl, and without a doubt, he's gonna recommend it to someone else, yep. and that's how this movie's gonna, yep. like, keep in the, keep in the oeuvre. <laughs> Oh, I'm doing um, 30 days of scary movies on my Rotwing's head. desk lamp God, is God. the shit. That twisted neon fu- it's like a it's like someone who like made neon signs like for for like businesses screwed one up really bad and was like but I can still put light in it. Yeah. You want this? It would sit on your desk and be like a lamp. Otherwise, I'm going to throw it away. Right. And Rotling was like, I'll fucking take it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're not going to get rid of that, are you? <laughs> um, we popped down into the... <laughs> it just needs new... Hey, man, that's perfectly good neon. Yeah, yeah it's perfectly yeah, super good. Neon. It's, it's kind of cool looking. I have this cobra, this like taxidermy <laughs> cobra. I'm going to wrap it around that. Or... Dude, this is going to be so good. I might put it on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> on my rat wing. Maybe if I put... Do you think well, this would cure... Does this look bad to you? <laughs> Can I show you something? Uh, your name's Rotwing. I, I think maybe just take it and go. I don't want to see this. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of all of the, the, the flats, the painted flats mm-hmm. and backdrops? Well, that's part of my whole, like, just love of this movie is that sort of the craftsmanship of yeah. the sets and everything are just so, like, beautifully done. And I love Because it is obvious that it's, like, flat work and it seems very staged and stage E, but not doesn't detract away from, like, the quality or the, like, taking you away to that. I feel no, like it's, it's a character. It's, and they were like, well, yeah. we're going to draw something. We might as well draw something amazing. Exactly. You know? And they fucking did. Yeah. It's amazing. This movie was made, it was, like, Three three year process. It was a long process. This oh, was yeah. it was like tell. starts and stops and like really. This like, is not a Roger Corman. Picture. No, no, and which yeah, and and better for it. But yeah, yeah. I I feel like this. This is gonna sound so fucked and pretentious, but like this is a perfect sister film to the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari, because it's this. It's like the same filmmaking, uh, like ethic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sci fi and horror around the same year. Yeah. So oh, well, you okay. get you get the painted flats and you get the like cool German expressionist like forced perspective that's a little bit wrong. Yeah. So it it feels I, kind of fever dreamy. You know, we're we're talking about this actress and we're talking about these sets. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm gonna say, I was gonna say we, but I'm just gonna say me. I wonder if I've discounted a little bit. They must have been pushing some amazing boundaries in mm-hmm. theatrical productions at that time because like that's where they're getting these people from. They weren't like, oh, now it's a movie. Now let's do something cool. Right. I bet you they're grabbing some amazing set designers and you know and whatever. Obviously actors and stuff, mm-hmm. but like like how you know that stuff that we'll never see again because it wasn't captured on film. But like imagine. Right. 10 years before what was Fritz Lang watching what right. were the plays what, was yeah. the what were yeah. the plays he was watching <laughs> I, with, but see I, of, uh... I would like to point out even back then and this isn't even Hollywood this is German film but even back then they were like we don't have any ideas grab a novel yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going to adapt a book like <laughs> some of the first early master and Frankenstein too yeah. the first early masterpieces they're like anybody got a script anybody got a book? I guess we're adapting a fucking book alright yeah. what do we got this Mary Shelley person wrote a pretty yeah. interesting piece a that's, woman that's, that's a dude right another yeah, Mary yeah. the dude Mar Mar Mark Shelley oh, I thought it was Marv Shelley why <laughs> it was a bad typewriter we cut off the bottom oh damn well luckily we've got this Taya character that's yeah. a dude's name right I don't know German <laughs> names very well but this Taya dude wrote a kick ass book called Metropolis we're gonna make the hell out of that you'd like to buy the rights to my novel god <laughs> damn, damn it, it. <laughs> somebody get on Dracula I've met Bram Stoker right. <laughs> being Brienne Stoker yeah, yeah, Brath- god damn it Brathamia um, Br- Beth- Bramathia Bramathia Stoker um, 
We so we actually jump back in time uh, a little ways back to the building of the Tower of Babel. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is where it lost me a little bit. Yep. Like, like, uh, me, well, I'm not sure if it was, I, if I was either confused or I was kind of like wanting to just be back with what we were dealing yeah, with. Yeah, that's, that's where I was. On not, that. A, not a criticism, yeah. but just like, but for me, it is. Know. It is a criticism, yeah. which is fine. Well, what I, what this I mean, like, 1927. So, no, no, yeah. <laughs> well, but like, a criticism is like they should have. I'm sometimes I'm like that should have been a different choice. Sure. That's, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying right. this is where I kind of was no. like, eh. I, I get you. That, that tapped me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of liked it, but I mean, dude, I, I went, I pulled out my copy of the Geneva Bible and read some shit in middle English just for this episode. Um, there, there's me showing off. <laughs> oh yeah. Right there. Me and Carl made a face. <laughs> <laughs> Carl and I, yeah, pardon me. Right. Yeah. I know you wouldn't understand it if I, I said it the other way. Yeah. I really. don't understand you if <laughs> you <laughs> say it the other way. What is he talking about? What do you mean? Carl, can you parse that for me, please? <laughs> what he's saying is... Put that into college z- zero one one zero one one. Thank you. Thank you. There we are. Um, I liked... So I wrote down the, this babble sequence. The pouring streams of faceless flesh seething to erect mm. the brainchild of um, the elites. And then they have that great quote. One man's hymns of praise became other men's curses. And I love this twist on the Tower of Babel because in, in the... And I always, never mind, I'm not going to be that pretentious, but in the Bible, here's why. Just go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's hurting God, you. We God. can see it hurting you. So the reason I always... From I way always up here, we re- can see it. The reason I always yeah. refer to the Geneva Bible is because the Geneva Bible is the first, second, the first, the first... with you that's crazy yeah and actually if i had i would also have to bring my <laughs> all cool i have little... is niv and king james in my house so why you, yeah 20, why are you rolling in these scrolls one, yeah one fifth fake shit now let me i've got this i've got this dead sea scroll you guys need to read now do either of you speak aramaic yeah, i brought my highlighter <laughs> i can only understand it when it's spoken to me <laughs> I, I can't I can't read it, but I, I've got pretty good like street Aramaic. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like I could order a, a restaurant Aramaic. What I could order a taco. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is so fucking funny. <laughs> this would be I, this is these are the conversations I wish I overheard in Applebee's with somebody at a table <laughs> going, "I only speak street Aramaic." You know, just fucking <laughs> what love. The fuck are they talking? Yeah, about? I'd be like, these are my soulmates. I gotta pop on Duolingo and see if that's an option. Um, oh my god! So originally. <laughs> I, I love that we we cut to. Could be the first person to use to that use chapter. It, yeah. <laughs> just it like, would pop up and be like beta testing. Yeah. I'd be like, sign yeah. me up. One star, you know. <laughs> I felt the pronunciation of al flamahalafam was a bit a bit nasally, and I think really it's more guttural in really, the original yeah. film. I couldn't. I, I know you don't pronounce the apostrophes, but you should really like you know give them their moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 really more of a glottal stop than a pause. Um, <laughs> Hit the fricatives, guys. Yeah, when fricatives. I can't pick up the fricatives. I have this thing, like, whenever glottal <laughs> stop comes up, it's always, like, the end of the rant is, like, when you come to the glottal it's stop. It's a full yeah, glottal yeah, stop. Yeah, just a full. 
we get. I love. We get this. This image of uh, the Tower of Babel torn down and scattered to the desert night, and inscribed in the sky above, where the pinnacle of the tower would be. Great is the world and its creator, and great is man. Yeah. This and what you have is the fucking devastated wreckage of all of their dreams yeah. scattered to the winds and no humanity in sight. And it's almost to me. It's Fritz Lang's tombstone for the the previous the old world Europe. Yeah, you know, it's like the the end of the fucking world. You know, the uh, the the quotes and the, that's what like the writing in this. You know, it's a silent movie. The writing is amazing, and right. you know, from the book and from everything, and you have those quotes, and it's very you know reminiscent of the um, Bioshock series. No oh, gods yeah, here, just yeah, men. Yeah. But like, I have so many quotes like written down, like coming up. I have you know, come, it is time to give the machine man your face. You know, like Terrifying. truly frightening just shit that like you're like yeah you know and it's not doesn't have swear words mm-hmm. it's not talking about blood and guts it's just saying things simply yeah it's it's almost like you know who's good at this Stephen King yeah. Uh, yeah. yes but really quick will you look up a movie for me mm-hmm. there's a film called Eyes Without a Face mm. um, it actually uh, spawned a Duran Duran song of the same name I believe or maybe it's Billy Idol Billy Idol's? yeah yeah Eyes Without a Face but okay 1960 that's the one I'm thinking of so when I heard that line, I thought of this movie. The plot of this oh. film is there's a girl who has a disease where her face like rots off, and her dad is a doctor who keeps murdering people and cutting their faces off I and implanting them under this. her face. You should watch it, dude. Like, I, is this, faces. Is this, I think it's on like the greatest film noir movies of all time or something because it's like the serial killery. It's I won't I don't want to say no anything, no yeah, yeah but it's yeah. on it is on the Criterion channel usually and if you've got the channel fucking watch it don't watch too much of the trailer but oh. yeah dude and the the cool one of the coolest things about that movie right there is when it was first how, how many nipples are in it not a nary a one <laughs> nice. because it's okay. heavily heavily censored when it was first released they were doing they were showing like the peeling of the face and oh my shit gosh. and the censors were like nope. And it wasn't until John Travolta and Nicolas Cage made face off that the true vision of. But the cool, for for my money, the cool thing about that movie, Eyes Without a Face, is after the censors were like, you got to cut this and this and this and this and this, the filmmaker was like, all right, hold my beer. And he went back and reshot a bunch of shit so that it passed the censors muster. And everyone who saw it said it was worse after his cuts. Yeah. He's like, this is so much more fucked up I, after they took the, the yeah, glory yeah, yeah. shit out. I call that the, uh, the <laughs> you know, they have the Mandela effect. It's like, the, I call it like the seven effect where people are like, oh my God, seven was the goriest, scariest movie. It wasn't. It wasn't. The, yeah, yeah. It's all just described. And it's the traumatized performances of people who went through this. That's what it is. That's, that's, that you're like, you feel Lust. like. Yeah. When yeah. You oh see my God. Lo- when you see lust, all you see is that guy fucking yeah. her with screaming. A... No, you don't oh, even. That. You don't see anything. Right. No, no, no. That's no. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but you in your head, you yeah. See, well, you see the thing he's wearing, and he's like, yep. "Get it off." Well, you don't. You say, "Get it off me." Get it off me. Then you see the prop. Yeah. Yep. Then you see him in the con- in the like State. interrogation room, yep. and him hyper fucking ventilating. Yeah. And you're like you. You did it's all like the you work. watched it. It's so it's much like worse. You watched it. Yeah, because yeah. like it's funny because like my strongest <laughs> memories of seven are like right, watching the battle section does derail yeah. us out of the yeah <laughs> watching the watching like I feel like I watched the gluttony eat all the food and they like, get kicked in the stomach. Yep. I feel like I watched the, the lost sex scene. I feel like I watched. I feel like I saw the head in the box. I feel like all these other things. Oh, and you dude. didn't see fucking any of it. No. What's and, the what's the is it uh, envy? She has to like. She's like got her hands super glued to her face and has to like cut it free or something. No, no, there's I, a there's like a lawyer, the pound of flesh. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. you don't. You just see that guy kind of like dead, and yeah. then you see like the flesh on the scale, yeah. and you're like, that's just like 
you know, like raw hamburger or whatever, yeah. but you're like, oh, raw oh my burger. God. Yeah. Seven? So, so we, that was what? The face? The woman without a face? Eyes without eyes a face. That's a great flick. Um, so uh, I wrote down, I don't even know what this note's about, but let's read it. Uh, interesting. Christ Freighter, the Messiah is one of... On, uh, hmm. Oh, oh, I get it. You wrote it in German. <laughs> I get it. It's Von Ops of Von on high. Um, <laughs> <It's> Aramaic. <laughs> so I wrote, but I wrote it in street Aramaic. So, and, I, <laughs> and I actually can't read Aramaic, so this was a terrible dis- decision. Yo, 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 what's up, um, my plebs? <laughs> I wrote down, Freighter, Freighter replicates the Messiah in that the Messiah is one of on high who recognizes the agony of and goes among the low. Mm-hmm. And then you make the machine in the likeness of the divine that he may keep the working classes subjugated. And here's Mark's religion is the, the, is the opiate of the masses. Yes. 106. Now, I wrote this down. Timestamp. One hour, six minutes, 20 seconds. End of the prelude. What is this? Mandy? The intro. According <laughs> oh, to this, right. is an hour yeah. fucking six. Yes. Um... And then we get, I mean, dude. And that was the part that I was like, this feels like the beginning of the video game because it's like the in, the, the prelude was prelude. all this yeah, shit. Like, I'm like, and that's where your story begins. Yeah, exactly. So the thin man shows up at Freighter's apartment to find that Freighter's not there because he's been slumming down at the infinity clock mm-hmm. in hell. Uh, but Josephat is there and the thin man is like, um, how much is it going to cost you to not be here later so that I can come back and you're not going to be here? And Freighter's like, I would never. And he pulls out all these like fucking Reichsmarks or whatever. And he's yeah. like, well, I don't know. That's like a thousand dollars. So more. And he's like, I'm insulted. And the dude just pulls out like another stack. And he's like, I mean, I don't know, dude, you could retire on what I just dropped here. And the, the guy's still like, uh, uh-uh. uh. so he pulls out a checkbook and just shows him <laughs> the name. And he's like, Basically, I work for God. You're yeah. gonna want to just not be here when yeah. I come back, or you should have killed yourself. Is this? I wrote down a note, and I don't remember. It's I sort of smack the shit out of him with that money. Oh yeah, because the dude picks the cash up off the de- after he drops the second oh, that's stack. Right. And he's right. like, that's right. he's like, I would never, you know, I would never. He goes, here's more money, and he picks up and he goes, pa pa, yeah. just like wax him with money. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, Sorry guys, my notes might get a little horny here. That's Ooh, okay. Dark Maria's eyeshadows doing it for me. I like this <laughs> wicked Virgin Mary imposter thing she's got going on. My note after that is just H A W T. Don't know what that means too. Um, An ancient Aramaic. Oh right. So <laughs> this is where Freighter, something happens to Freighter where he like starts tripping. Oh, he's in that bed and the thin man shows up and he sees him as like a fire and brimstone preacher. Yeah. Showing him like pictures from the Bible of the whore of Babylon, also called the Scarlet Woman. And mm. he's like, and I wrote down Freighter's brain keeps shorting out. It's either like the head knock he took at the beginning or all the blue blood inbreeding. <laughs> is this- <laughs> Is this during, let's see, I have this during... 2026. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Sorry, no. go on. Yeah. No, is this, is this, um, I, I, I wrote down, like, I've lost track of what's real and what's a vision. Is this right. when, is this at that time or is that later? This is, a, this is like the vision thing. So the, yeah. the, the thin man, the spy for his father has finally tracked him down. I can't remember how we got here. Mm. Like, Freighter, Freighter is unconscious. Oh, well, no, because he, he like had a tough day at work. I don't actually remember like right. what the connective tissue is, but he's in that bed now and he's like laying there and the spy has found him and it has, you know, like the nurse is coming in and out and the guy turns this way and it becomes like a priest's robe. And then he turns back and he's like a big, rev- like a fire right. and brimstone preacher. He sees that 
And then he's got like he keeps having these like weird yeah, visions. Okay. But the next like real life thing that happens is uh uh I think it's it's Yo and Rotwang send Dark Maria to like the you know the Hellfire Club or whatever the fuck you mm. want to call it. And I said I'm not sure how I feel about all of the black guys in loincloths holding this gorgeous steaming vat up. But fuck is this set piece incredible. Yeah. There is like one moment in here where you're in the Hellfire Club and you're like, oh, right, 1927. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, at my, one of my early thoughts was when they first are talking about the Yoshi, Yoshimaku Club or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Um, they show like a, a beautiful woman. Like we've, you have like beautiful woman, some guy shaking drinks, then like beautiful i think it's all in a big like collage it's like a beautiful white woman a beautiful black woman a beautiful asian woman and then there's like a guy making drinks and a guy dealing cards and i was like oh cool like a multicultural shot and then you actually see the club and you're like oh it's just orientalism Mm, is kind of what it is oh i see that's interesting yeah at first i thought because we were seeing some of that early like feminist leaning to it i'm like man fritz lang was like way ahead of his time but it is kind of just like the mystique of the other. Yeah. I think that's being exploited. For sure, sure, sure. But I mean, possibly he's having a criticism of that though too, because like these are the elites doing this. Right? Yeah, it's it's like, true. Like, it's, it's not it's, shown in a good light. No, for and, sure. and it's the same presentation as the the peacock ladies and stuff. Like, yeah, like, you're right. You're right. Maybe so. Maybe maybe this is as 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 subversive as he could be yeah. in that time right. without making like overt statements. Right. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Just maybe. I, yeah. I like that read. I don't if it if it's not I wouldn't I would hate to apologize for it but if it is actually it's like a subversive decision I like that mm-hmm. a lot yeah and it's it's that thing like I, by the I also have this comment that I wrote down here earlier I wrote um hey the, I, right, well, oh so that that actually makes sense too because the real Maria is like up is holding up mm-hmm. the lower classes right or the oppressed peoples of this society this dark Maria is held up by the oppressed peoples right. So like you're seeing an inversion of that character in a critical light. I like your read, Jeff. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think you're. It's, it's, it's interesting, and 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 again, it's the the really wonderfully layered version of this movie where you can see different things at, at mm-hmm. each time. I also, in a much less uh, introspective way, earlier I wrote um, right before this amazing elevator shot that they had that set. But um, I wrote, um, oh, I thought I really thought Freder and Josephat were about to kiss, and then later, <laughs> later I'm like, the romance of Maria and Freder pales in comparison to that of Freder and Josephat. Dude, they love each other so much. So much, and I'm not sure if it's this like pre-homosexuality where like men could just be right in each other's faces and smile or or I think Fredder maybe bats for the other team and the actor at least in real yeah. life. And I, like, think from, like I think in it. modern times if you look back at this movie you could definitely be like bisexual coding for him, yeah. gay coding for him for sure. I ship him. Yeah, oh yeah, me too. Totally. 100%. Yeah, they're they're a much better couple than him and Maria. Fredder doesn't deserve I Maria. Ship I ship him. I just recently discovered what that fucking phrase is. <laughs> oh, just recently? I'd ship him. Like, like, you thought I it was like a Navy support thing. that relationship. Yeah. I'd ship him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If it yeah. fits, it ships in yeah. the Hellfire Club, baby. <laughs> but, I have no idea. Um, Poor Carl. Well, that's I, what I'm I don't know. I was... Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that because there is a moment where like Freighter comes home and like falls into mm-hmm. jo- Josephat's arms and they're like they've got like each other by the back of the neck and mm-hmm. they're like noses or like I just watched today. I've been playing movies for my dogs because I <laughs> I have to keep Lorna downstairs and Trinity's right, in the yeah. office because of the recovery thing and Lorna gets lonely. And then when I go hang out with her, Trinity howls and it's an endless cycle and that's why I don't get anything done these days. Oh, but good. today I played both the Ace Ventura movies for <laughs> Lorna and there's a moment in when nature calls 
where he's like in this tribal village and he's like nose to nose with this this like beautiful woman and he uh, Jim Carrey just like sticks his tongue out and she also sticks her tongue out and the second their tongues touch he goes oh, but I cannot and he like turns away and it's just such a weird awkward gross moment and like watching this yeah. movie man that's how fucking close Joseph yeah. had is he's like how's your day down in the in the pits you look so tired why don't you just Go oh, yeah. over to this easy chair and sit down. Mm-hmm. I will bring you some hot schnapps and rub your toes. Well, it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so Germany, true. Germany, nineteen twenty-seven. Well, like jo- Joseph was the like the more fatherly to him than Definitely. his actual dad was, and it's like, yeah, it's like this. Um, I think that's why he ends up like saving him when he first mm-hmm. runs in. Joseph the one who's like, "What's going on, man? Yeah. Are you okay?" Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think he's been <laughs> running interference for his actual dad, but in but in that time, you know, become connected to him it's really right. interesting and yeah maria doesn't is too good for fredder so yeah. correct uh yeah there is like a madonna there's definitely a madonna whore thing going on here literally because you've got the madonna well but that is actually fitting with yes. who this she's supposed to be yes yeah. it's the whore of babylon mm-hmm. you know that like in the bible the scarlet woman is like well they do that the I- most fun but not portrayed in a good light right right well and it's it's, lame and it's back to what i think that lang was doing um in his presentation which i think again was very forward thinking which is that he's like he shows uh, maria that before she changes is this very like good leader and there are you know the the men are already leering at her and trying to make her something eyes dude the like yes close-ups of the The, faces those hungry fucking wolf faces and they're, they're and they're already trying to like cast aspersions and bring her down to their level and so then, you know, halfway through, then Lang gives you that actual version of what that is, what the horror Babylon actually all, would be. And it's like way more horrifying and powerful than they were ready for. Well, did you notice that they in when you the 16 millimeter stuff that's cut out of those Hellfire Club scenes um, is mostly of the crowd leering at her. Mm-hmm. They don't cut out any of her like booby tassel, right. the like leering. rib dance. But when you cut back and the dudes are like, <clears throat> they've all got like fucking weird cum faces on and they're like they're looking at each other kind of like you want to run train i'm not even joking like watch the movie dude no 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 it's violent undercurrents for sure definitely have you guys both seen barbie yes it's the barbie moment it's like are you getting like a violent undercurrent to all of this like a dude but we'll talk barbie is happening as an episode for sure it's It's a fucking it's amazing awesome flick i saw it with my two teenage boys and their teenage friend and like and like you know for half a second I was like oh are we gonna enjoy this and other th- just four guys we loved it we had huge conversations mm-hmm. about toxic masculinity yeah man but like but they're young enough where they haven't lived that so they're on the way of like yeah of course I'm not gonna be that guy right, that yeah. makes Barbie right. feel victimized and it's awesome dude it's that was awesome. on my way out Bird was like what'd you think and I was like I felt I felt so many feelings and mm-hmm. like there I like I went into that you know like I. I feel like I'm a pretty good guy. You leave that movie, even if you are like a pretty yeah. good guy, you're mm-hmm. like, I could be better. Yeah, yeah. there is sure. there is stuff mm-hmm. that I could definitely mm-hmm. fucking change. Because there's a moment in the movie where Bird like hits me with the elbow, and it's like, all right, come on, and I'll play guitar at you. No, I was, and I yeah, was like, yeah. fuck, I do that all the time. Yeah. Like, all right. Hey, Bird, I, I wrote that. this song today. You want to come <laughs> and hear it? Nope, She's like, totally. not even one part of me wants to do that, but we're married, so I guess I'll let you play guitar yeah, at me for a while, you know. Um, but the, yeah. the ogling men in the wall of eyes and I, I wrote down like obviously even in 1927 it was it was clear to everyone the first thing we're going to do is make a sex robot right it's like right. all right look hey we've mastered we've mastered robotics and it can suck your dick don't, <laughs> you know, just like, don't put the cooling fan in the vaginal canal <laughs> 
Well, I think there's a Key and Peele's sketch about that. I, I, honestly, I honestly believe it. There's a great bit in Archer about that when his fiance mm-hmm. she gets thrown off a roof and is rebuilt as a robot. And there's a moment where they like reconnect and she he knows that she's an android. And after they have sex, he like goes to make breakfast and then he walks into the bathroom and her vagina's in the sink because she's just removed it to clean it. <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck is your vagina doing in the sink?" And he faints. <laughs> Archer's a master. I love that it's enough of a thing where like there's actually a term vagina dentata, which is like you know having teeth. Have you in your seen vagina. teeth? Mm-hmm. It's so have good. you seen teeth? I have not seen teeth. You'd love teeth. Carl, so teeth good. is so Man. good. Listener, but, but watch even, like, teeth. Man. I was reading like old, I, I was reading a book on uh, old Native American myths and legend. The ever the ever mischievous coyote, the guy who's like the let the always ne'er do well main character, like meets a woman with teeth in her vagina and he punches the teeth oh, out. God damn. <laughs> Of her thing so that he can sleep with her. (laughs) And it's just the most fucked up thing. (laughs) What were we talking about? That is fucking gnarly. We were talking basically about this. We were talking about. (laughs) Glottal stop. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, we were talking about Dark, Dark Maria's uh, rib cage tassel dance yeah. in the Hellfire yeah. Club to oh. the wall of ogling eyes. I love that as we're seeing this. So this is intercut with Freighter in the bed hallucinating a fire and brimstone preacher. And then we're cutting back to belly dance, cut to yeah. leering faces. Dudes like literally salivating and licking their lips and like dude, that half that crowd below that's why they're shooting chest up yeah like it's really shockingly suggestive just a bunch of guys faces um and and much more effective than showing absolutely agree and they didn't originally like that's how powerful that is is the censors were like these guys are really upsetting me i gotta cut these out what about um what about the nudity and the 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 belly dance all right okay okay, hans let's let's not (laughs) get crazy let's not be approved we don't want to you know (laughs) we got to leave fritz something to show people but let's get the guys faces out of there but i think everything with a woman is quite chaste and appropriate yeah no it's so true what about the black guys that's kind of offensive what are you even talking Mm -hmm. about they're just holding (laughs) up that giant cauldron they're being paid what do you guys are you guys being paid yeah 35 cents a week they're fine fine Mm. <laughs> but the seven the seven deadly sins the statues come alive how cool is that shit dude the whistling of death becomes the shift change whistle as he swings oh, his yeah. reaper's sight yes. oh my god man and then the thankfully um our like hellfire club employees get a break and all of the dudes in loincloths who are holding up the cauldron that she's like singing and dancing on turn into the seven deadly sins and it becomes the seven deadly sins that are supporting our scarlet woman yeah Uh, that was really cool and then they cut to the eternal the eternal gardens are empty the Garden of Eden has been emptied out, tempted away by the seven deadly sins. Right. It's Christian parable, dude. This is like C.S. Lewis levels of. Oh, that's interesting. Of so, shit. so the, is that on purpose? Is Fritz Lang saying like, because he did, he was trying to create an actual utopia, not a sarcastic or mm-hmm. or you know false utopia, right? He was like saying like this is a real utopia to start on, with, but yeah. it's on the back of bad. So like so yeah, so I guess the met, then he's saying that this thing comes and pulls us away from the heaven we finally achieved. That's and interesting. What, and what does it? And now the pers- and I think what's really in- here's where this movie to me gets especially cool is there's there's two things going on as soon as you have Robot Maria, mm-hmm. which is the fact of the of the thing is our exponential increases and advances in technology 
lead us astray from utopia and destroy the world. Mm -hmm. It is our technology that does it, couched in the guise of a human being. And so we are fooled. Right. Now in 2023, guys, um, chat GPT, Mm -hmm. AI, deepfakes. This is exactly what we're talking about. The discussion around deepfakes, which I won't like rabbit hole us forever into, but one of the main concerns about deepfakes right now is eventually no one will ever be able to rely on anything they see online ever again. Right. Because there will be a point where you can pop open a video and it'll be Arnold Schwarzenegger like juggling dogs while they're all on fire and there's and you know, and then at the end he shoots Barbara Bush in the head. And none of it was real, but it's all gonna look exactly real. Right. Already there's the Keanu Reeves deepfake account and the Tom Cruise deepfake account, and you can't there's right. you can't fucking yeah. tell. Yeah. You can't fucking tell. And that was a note I made in this. See the Obama ones? Yeah. That's a oh, president, man. Yeah. Like No, I, I, I wrote that, you know, um, uh, you know, it's a mo- this is a movie about fake news and about creating yeah. the golden calf, you know, like that, that, that yeah, false gold, deity. Golden calf is a great way to say yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's fascinating. I also made a note that some, some of the cityscapes and effects are even stronger than Dark City, but just a few. Just Only a few. Because I, I couldn't quite bring myself to no. be. Dark City's fabulous, yeah, man. Um, there's there is a couple things that I, I didn't want to like... I don't want to dig too far into some of this because, like, because World War II and especially the Holocaust is like very um, heavy. Yeah. Heavy subject matter. But I think it's important to note that one of the things that was being that gets spread around there's a this is forever too this is not like just hitler's germany but one of the big um anti-semitic myths that was going around germany that eventually leads to like specifically the the holocaust against jews was that jewish people were stealing christian children and sacrificing them to the god moloch oh so that is just that's just what it is you know this is 1927 Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be a decade or more before we get to that but i you know there's other stuff in this movie that kind of seems weirdly prescient for germany like for example there we conclude the film with a seething like a seething mob um trying to right all of their wrongs by picking one scapegoat category (laughs) And then, you know, um, do you think that executing her, do you think, cause I didn't pick up on that specifically, but I do know what you're saying now. So that, do you think that that was more incidental racism, prejudice? Oh, the Moloch thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you think that that, that, cause that didn't feel like a Mm -hmm. criticism of Moloch that felt like, so calling that up, I didn't know about the, yeah, it's the, it just, the only reason it pops into my head at all is because it's a German film made very close to world war two. Yeah. So and but this is not a movie made by dumb people. They they're correct. referencing Norse mythology. They know what Absolutely. they're doing. Absolutely. And I I think you're right. I think there is like a sort of um like a like a subversive uh, like a subversive progressiveness yeah. to some of the portrayals in this, especially towards women, towards um, minorities. Mm-hmm. I think I think there is we are seeing Fritz Lang pointing out like some of the like fallacies or um like moral missteps of his time in this film mm-hmm. so i don't i don't know i don't know yeah, but i do know that and but this goes back a long time like i have i read another book called 
There's a book called uh, Wagner the Werewolf, Wagner the Werewolf. <laughs> um, it's a, it's not good. That's, it's oh no, that no, sounds I mean, exactly I, like my jam, dude. It's it's so fun. It was written in the late 1800s. It's a penny dreadful. Oh, so it's okay. very like purple prose. It's yeah. like and she rose from the foamy sea with the. The foam sluicing down her <laughs> ivory breasts, you know, like yeah. it's that sort of shit. Like cl- clad only in her birthday suit as the sun baked her golden bronze skin, you know, like that shit. Yeah. And then also the gore in it is insane. Like when they start torturing people, they're like, the the loud popping was as grapes between thumb and forefinger as the joints of his wrists oh. gave in the ra- you know, like in the yeah, it's yeah, fucked up. Yeah. Um, but in in that book. Uh, it, it is like late 1800s. There's a Jewish character who's killed because the people in the town think that he's stealing Christian children to a right. sacrifice and, to Moloch. That's and, a very common, wow. old, um, pre- like weird, well, and prejudicial and lie. And there's this thing Jews. that sometimes, like, because like sometimes you'll get like, okay, we're gonna make these um, these progressive statements about women and stuff like that, but you know, at least they're not as bad as the Jews. Like, kind it of like, like like where they're like, you know, we they still take for granted, but of course we all hate those people. Sure, you yeah, know? like like mm. it takes a long time for I for all like Fritz Lang might have five great ideas and then one really fucked one. Sure, I don't right. know. Yeah, and and also this might just be a zeitgeist thing because like that's I said, what, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. And also like here, look up Moloch really quick. As I might be wrong, I didn't look this up, but like I think Moloch is just a god of like greed and avarice <laughs> um there's a movie 2022 movie that's well maybe that would be good but um just look up like moloch god or demon would be would work as well but uh while you're doing that i'm gonna jump to the jump to the, the next bit really quick this is about I, my next note is this is about a wealthy and powerful political leader employing an agent provocateur in order to stimulate a riot or revolution yeah. so that he might be perceived as justified in his fascistic employment of violence and surveillance does that sound like another movie and or book from the 1980s mm, yeah like for vendetta oh, yeah. yeah that too also every conspiracy theory yeah. about mm. major disasters and the mm-hmm. loss of rights ever what do you got about on moloch yeah a uh, moloch also molech a canaanite uh, canaanite deity associated in biblical sources with the practice of child sacrifice yeah also moloch is the um deity that baphomet's like goat headedness is based interesting. on interesting so there's there's a lot of stuff where that where that all ties in um but yeah it's uh, i mean but but the other thing is like okay so associated with child sacrifice right there is the weird like jewish prejudice from mm-hmm. olden times that is about that that's still current when fritz lang is making this movie but sacrificing your children to this like technological right. Moloch God right. is also a very, very appropriate metaphor Absolutely. for World War One or for mm-hmm. the loss of like human potential to the like drudgeries and endless mindless toil of yeah. the Industrial Revolution. It's an apt metaphor. I just thought given the time period, the country, what is about to happen I think it, I would be remiss to not be like this is also kind yeah, of a racial kind of, thing. Kind of a thing. No, yeah. no, and so the, you know that uh, as a fine or a five second uh, off ramp here for a second. So it, to, to me, it, Max, and I'm going to ask you, Carl, in a second. But it sounds to me, Max, that you fall on my line of things where it's hard to separate the artist from the art. So if you find out that the artist, you know, had kids come to his Neverland camp and blah 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 blah, that that's always that that's always in your head. Like it is mine. But there are people who are like, ah, it's just good music. I'm okay. You know, I can separate that. So, 
we can yeah let's this is i'm actually excited to have this discussion because i'm i'm of the camp that the art and the artist are separate Mm -hmm. but i'd never discount the artist so like okay i'm a unrepentant nirvana fan always will be love nirvana but like look kurt cobain was not necessarily a good person he used to he threatened journalists he was a heroin addict he probably endangered his child occasionally the best example i can think of is the beatles john lennon was a habitual spouse abuser you know, um, that yeah. Woody, Woody Allen. Right, right. You know, like, I mean, you, you go on forever, right? But the fact that Woody Allen is like a fucked up person does not make Annie Hall not a masterpiece. Sure, right. It doesn't make the White Album or Abbey Road or every single... Be- like, the Beatles are going to be the best band forever, but I, I know some people who don't listen to the Beatles because John Lennon was a special Sure, wizard, and that know? one, like, that one... And it's a scale, and I'm going to come to you in a second because I want to know your thing too, but, like, like just... Brett Ratner. Know, Right. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Um, Sorry. But, I'll, but I'll no, stop. There's no, a lot. No. 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 But like the, the Woody Allen one is a great one, or the um, the guy who did the pianist. Um, I don't know. I mean, Van Roman Go- Polanski. Ro- oh, um, my you know, God, you know, Polanski. Yeah. I always think of the Ninth like, Gate. When yeah. I think of yeah. Him. And not, like, why not Chinatown? His fucking best movie. No. Right. Oh, yeah. but, but these are these are ones that the two like. Jakes? Yeah, like these are ones like I can't. Yeah, Polanski's hard. Like I can mm-hmm. watch, you know, I've watched them and I've enjoyed them, but it is I, I am not able to separate. I I I will look at the art and say yes you know Mm -hmm. that's great but i can't watch it without that echoing in my head all the time like some people can what about you carl like how are you well it's weird because most of the time i can separate yeah but like some like i still don't watch movies with kevin spacey in them right that's hard now right but it's i don't know i don't know if it is a scale but i can't sit in judgment of fucking anybody sure And, and it's also like when it comes to movies in particular, like there are so many other people involved in the creation of that piece this of art. This is where too. I fall a lot of the time. Like there's everyone from like set dressers mm-hmm. to craft surfaces that right. put all this fucking right. effort into this thing. So if it's like a Polanski flick, Jack Nicholson gives one of his best performances right. in Chinatown ever, and it's a great. It's the it's movie. the best screenplay ever written for right. sure. Uh, well, yeah. Back to the Future. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey man. No, no, but, but just yeah. let us so, never find out something bad about Zemeckis. But, but I don't know, no, no, I know. But so, so a lot of it just comes like a personal reaction to how I feel. But yeah. I don't think there's like a blanket statement that I can make no. like, for or against. Like, if someone did something shitty, I'm going to disregard their uh, no, art necessarily. For sure. that, and that. So. That's a really fair point, and it's because you know I'm like I'm not talking about like canceling something like no, no one should yeah, ever yeah, yeah. see this again at all. Just a personal. Choice. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's just Good it's it's, it's like respect ca- personal agency. Right, right. Well, it's like it's like does it echo in your head or not? And of mm-hmm. course, the answer to that is it's complicated. It depends sure, on the story. For sure. But there are I do think that there are you know there's the extreme of. I guess cancel culture, which I don't like mm-hmm. to use, but and then there's the, ex- the other extreme of like ah, I don't fucking care, everything's cool, you know, whatever. Sure, right. sure. But it's just, just fascinating, just interesting to think. No, about. yeah, I'm like I'm I <coughs> I would I, rather not know anything behind the scenes and just have the art. Yeah, but it's right. hard. We I think some of this, some of my opinion on this was born out of the show because early on we had this tendency to watch really rowdy and controversial stuff because mm. I was really intrigued by like why everything was like why these things were rowdy and controversial our first patreon series was all for i spent on your grave movies oh okay so like oh my god you start with those and you're like like this is heavy yeah yeah so we're like well now we're talking about our third rape revenge movie in a row and i watched we watched them all with bird yeah so it's like me carl and bird sit down and we're like so like do you need the 35 minute you can go to patreon and listen to these but like do you need the like 35 minute prolonged multi-location rape scene for this movie to be effective and all of us were like yeah so early and straw dogs was the that was like that was the the straw dogs that broke the camel's back for me where like that movie 
when you approach that film mm-hmm. to talk about it seriously, Carl and I sat down and we were like, how do you talk about this? Do you talk about this as like everything in this movie is so fucked up, it's so bad, and oh God, it's reprehensible, and no, this is wrong, and this is wrong, or do you go, okay, look, look, look. You watch this movie as like a thinking moral person in 2020 or 2021 or 2019 or whenever we watched it. Obviously, a lot of the shit in this movie is mega fucked and like not morally supportable and like... But do we do that? Do we just crit- sh- like shit all over this thing? Or do we take everything that's not the movie out of our heads and look at this piece of art and take it on its own terms? Yeah. Um, funny games. Mm-hmm. Take it on its own terms and analyze it through that lens while making every single episode, starting the episode with like a caveat. Look, we're yeah. a- today we're going to talk about something, a lot of stuff that's really triggering and really fucked up, and- but we're going to talk about it in the terms of what did this filmmaker mean to express using these images in this story, there's a scene in Straw Dogs where a woman is emphatically <laughs> raped. She's raped. Right. About halfway through the rape, she like gets into it and is like, you know what? Now I'm not being raped. Now we're having sex. Yeah. But there's that weird thing that yeah. Hollywood does sometimes where like, no, I don't want this. I don't want this. But then if Cary Grant just kisses her long enough, she'll right. melt into right. his arms. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you talk about that in 20, 2019? You know, you're like, listen, in the terms of this movie, yes, obviously what we witnessed is a rape and that's totally fucked up and wrong. And what that guy did is like a felony crime and he should go to prison forever or whatever, be castrated. It's awful. Yeah. In the terms of this movie, what are we looking at? And right. then you reanalyze the art on its own terms, knowing like, okay, look, this is a film. This is these are actors portraying some stuff. So what are we getting from this? It's the it's mm-hmm. the thing you're looking at art. How do you respond to the art? <coughs> um, so that was one. And then like you know, that, like that's that's the that's the struggle with with any art is yeah. like. When I'm watching a Roman Polanski movie, yeah, I for sure. I have it also in the back of my head. Like every once in a while watching The Ninth Gate, which I watched this year, mm-hmm. you know, you're watching that movie and you're like, fuck, this movie is so good. And that director, like, yeah. why did he, do, why? Yeah. You're like, part of it's like, why did he do that? Or you just like kind of remember, yeah. you know, you're like, fuck, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. this director had sex yeah. with children, you yeah. know, like that's really screwed up. But this movie is excellent. Yeah. Chinatown is awesome. Look at all the great work. It doesn't make the art not good. No, it makes the course. artist a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that's where I fall on this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just interesting. It's right. It's it, it, and it's it, I've never before connected that thought process with historical context because right now we're all jumping in both feet with historical context on this sure. one but maybe should we shouldn't we you know like i know it's, it's, both. It's, it's a fun conversation that's yeah. an interesting question especially like when you run into these old movies like all right so you when you're watching like these these old films and you see like uh how about breakfast at tiffany's yeah you see mickey, mickey rooney, rooney i was gonna mention that five seconds ago that's so, so like funny. i mean what do you yeah but like okay what do you do yeah do you go like or Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ju- do you look at the movie and now? But it really, really, this question. This is the Tom Sawyer, Mark Twain question. Do you edit out the N word out right. of Mark Twain's right. work? Right. Or do you not? Right. Do you leave it and do you leave it as a moment in history and a time capsule of the way things? used right. to be and we learn and do we examine that and do we learn from it and have a conversation about it that yeah. this is my ta- yeah my take is that i've i've been pretty open about it on the show i'm a hundred percent opposed to censorship and basically all forms because i don't think that the way to defeat bad ideas is by eliminating right. them because you can't right. you can't kill an idea but you can refute it you can argue against right. it right you know when you squash it you seem to give it credence for some weird reason right. yeah. so 
I don't know. That's that's really the question. Like, what do you do with a historical film that like portrays like what, what, what do you do when you watch a movie and it like the portrayal of like African Americans is just absolutely abhorrent. You right. know, everybody's in pimp coat. We ran into this with the black exploitation. Yeah. Everyone's in like pimp coats and slapping their women around, and they're all you know like everybody in the movie. Is that what black people do? In some black exploitation movies, kind of, yeah, but like everyone's doing drugs and it's like every every black character is a criminal and, right. you know, like, how, how do you approach that film? Right. Do you approach that film? Right. I like the idea of leaving it up to, like completely to, to, this is what I've, you know, when it comes to censorship, I'm always like, if you don't want to see that, don't look at that thing. Right. right. If somebody does want to approach that and examine it and see, honestly, the black exploitation films are really interesting because... Kind of like with Fritz Lang, you can see these directors who are working with this, like, there's no other way to put it, like, often overtly racist material, but then using it in in subversive ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really, really cool. The Criterion Channel put out, like, an entire black exploitation collection, yeah, which was, yeah. I'd never seen a lot of those. Maybe. Yeah, no, there's a lot more going on in <laughs> those than, you know, they're... they're they're almost they're black exploitation. What do you do with Frankenhooker, man? Yeah, the movie's amazing. No, well, but it's well, so a lot, The best of them are black exploitation on the poster only, and the minute you're five seconds into the thing, and you're on a serious Holy trip, you know, on yeah. a serious journey. Oh yeah, you know, they're just they're just like, oh, you know, this will get people in the theater, and we'll yep. make some money, and and then turn around and pay a lot of black actors a lot of money to make cool movies. And, yeah, you know, totally. Build up a new, build up to Spike Jones. That's and, the or, uh, Spike Jones. Spike. Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- One guy's very white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spike Lee, you know, and stuff later. But. Yeah, that, that's, that's, one, that's, that's like the Kevin Spacey thing. That's where I always come back to it is like all these people are working, they're cashing paychecks, and they're like, they're getting to exercise their craft. You know, these now, okay, they don't have to be at, you know, they're not working at Burger King or right, Kmart right. because they've got work. Yeah. You know, and, and they're, I, and I they're wanna, out there emoting and expressing and creating something. So. Yeah. And I want to definitely say that again, just to be clear, like I'm couching that question only in, you know, you as an mm-hmm. individual, sure. not as a no, broad censor. Because like, because no, you shouldn't censor Mark Twain stuff. You know, you you walk and you talk to the kids and say, you know, like it's, it's a great snapshot of that time, right? Right. Right. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it's interesting. It's interesting. It is. I, the historical films usually give us like yep. the, the bigger, dis- the better sure discussions. Do. Well, we have so much more perspective on them, right? Right. Yeah. Well, well do we? Do we? Yeah. You'd hope that we would, but Theor- I mean, theoretically. Who, I can't. So, who is the living food for the machines in Metropolis? Who lubricates the machine joints with their own blood? Let the machines starve, you fools! Let them die. Yeah. Dude, like. I love it. Not a spoken word in the piece. Yeah. And, and the writing and is like top notch. Banging. Um, my next note is Wicked Maria is the hottest thing since fire. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then I said, Wicked Maria instigates the first labor union and general strike of the future era. That's kind of what we're watching here yeah. is a labor yeah. strike. That's a good point. Yeah. It's it's just and it's it's co- across all of them. She gets the electricians, she gets mm-hmm. the machine shop people. So this is the first general strike. This is McCarthy's nightmare. This is right. Richard Nixon awakens in a fucking cold sweat. sweat yeah, <laughs> you know this is this is the longshoremen and the policemen's union, and then they all unionize, and now it all falls to shit. This is this is yeah. You can read communism into this. You can read labor union stuff into this. You can read critiques of the industrial age, and you can read in critiques of World War One. 
It's a lot, man. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking cool. Um, I like the sets and the pretty robot person and the I, fun music. I will burn some notes. I know you guys. We did do. We're about to do three hours. Yeah. So um, hauling all those people into the elevators is a rowdy sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the climax, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I like. I, it's at this point. Like I made a. I have a thing where I wrote down a quote of thousands will ask tomorrow. Joe Friederson, where is my son? I thought that was a very like poignant emotional moment. And then like I wrote, I'm genuinely scared. What's going to happen to yeah. the kids? I felt so tense. It's during so this tense. Movie. And I and I wrote. I said the last note that I wrote was this is one of the most harrowing epic climaxes I've ever seen. Yeah. And like and I I couldn't take notes anymore because I was like on the edge of my seat. Just breathing heavy. I I watched the end, went back, and then took my notes because there is truly a moment where you're like you're on the edge of your seat and you're dude. I got sweaty. I'm like staring. You're staring at the screen. You're like it's the kids. But then and also what they did up on the um, the rooftop on the rooftop stuff Mm -hmm. where people are falling and stuff. Like even if it's a set that's only twelve feet high, like yeah, the way it's shot is amazing. The crowd too, and like when when Frederson hits his knees. The, yes. the white oh, hair thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. when Frederson hits his knees and his hands are on his head yeah. and this whole mob is about to come in and just fuck him up and kill him. Yeah. And Gort or whatever, Grot. Grot. Gort. So no, like, Gort works too. So like Grot. G- like Grot and a couple other people are like keeping him back, but you get the sense that Yo doesn't give a fuck. No. If he's going to die, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Like all that matters to him is that his son does not fall to his yeah. death right in front of him. And I love the reveal when his hands come down and his like hair's just gone like shock yes. white. And it's all, it looks a little bit thin too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, water. The water boiling out through the streets in the undercity is an awesome looking effect. Like where it burbles up from mm-hmm. underneath and there's like this black water yeah. that just flows by. So effective. Watching the wet footprints of the fleeing children washed away by the rising tide and you realize like the ephemeral nature of human life. What a beautiful way to like reinstate that. Like yeah. the, ch- the footprints of a child in the sand and the waves just wash, just wash it, away. it away. It's easy. Just whoop. Like it was never yeah. there. Like an Etch-A-Sketch. I sometimes think of like World War One and Two as just like the great Etch-A-Sketch of mm-hmm. those generations. That's just like, oh, look all these people nothing start over when it would have been and it would have been easy for this movie to have a child be the heart of it it would have been easy for them to do that but it's kind of neat that they didn't because like the kids no it's like no kids are just meant to be protected right meant to be sheltered and kept away from the shit you should know and that's a very 1920s thing which is like you shouldn't put this anything on the shoulders of these children and that's what Grot says when they finally blow up the heart machine he looks at the the, they're dancing like maypole dances Mm -hmm. around this burning heart machine and I wrote down like um, the price of an end to their suffering is death because they're told that if they burn they destroy the heart machine they'll all die and they're like oh well if that's what it means that we don't have to live in like subjected agony forever right on which is the spirit of all revolutions the revolutions we know and talk about and are written down in our history books all those people are ready to die because they're like, well, the alternative is we keep doing this and death is better than that. So let's fucking go for it and change it up. Um, Screaming masses of children scrabbling like rats on a flooded ship while their parents dance mad yeah. circles at the feet of their dead mechanical oh, demiurge like yeah. a pagan death ritual. Yeah, they're just abandoned. Yep. Yeah, See, seething masses of children in a drowning cage built by visionary futurists. How about that? Our, our big visionary leader... Builds a city that has locking cage doors that you can't escape, but is also vulnerable to filling up with water. They built a drowning cage yes, and made an entire did. subset of civilization live in it. Live and and you kind of wonder why. And then you kind of think, huh. why was Yo never that bummed when his son was like, what would you do if the lower classes like rebelled against you? He's always just like, 
I've got a solution. I got a problem. Ha- yeah, like they. Well, uh, you know how the factory doors lock and the their city locks and the like all the waters like right under them, but we're above that. That's how. I'm not that worried. Yeah, like there's your visionary futurist right there. How do we how do we quell you an can uprising? Always start. A you new just working drown them like cats in a bucket. You know that's, that's fucking bad. Much. It's the witch's fault. Cut to. This woman dancing on the shoulders of this man and this like, like this like fucking, it's like a scene out of the great Gatsby, man. Like it's just, and what does she say? Let's all watch as the world goes to the devil. And they're like, yeah, yeah. This movie's um, very metal. It's very metal. It's so fucking metal. And I said, I wrote down it and by it, I mean this like, it's technology dressed up in the appealing and the attractive. I thought of Maria, dark Maria as the internet. Mm. super damaging and destructive in a lot of ways really compromises like your ability to be human but then you just put like a blonde wig and some boobs on it and tell it like 99 cents for the first 30 minutes you know and you're like come with me if you want to fuck yeah literally dude it's that you're like i'd go with arnold schwarzenegger anywhere and then before you know it you have you know no homo but you know yeah your attention spans 20 seconds because you've been on tiktok for hours but um it destroys the upper crust, too. And I wrote down the ultimate irony. Grot is also... So Dark Maria tells the underclasses that they need to destroy the machines. Grot is like, you fucking idiots, you destroyed the machines, and now we're all going to die. What we need to do is go and destroy that machine. Because they go... He tells them to go and burn Maria, and you realize that, like, at no... All they're doing is they're... It's just over and over again. They're just, like, a, attacking the technology yes. that they've been enslaved to. Yeah. Um, he doesn't realize it. Uh, and I said, what a harrowing look at the madness of the mob. That woman whipping around the flaming mm-hmm. sheet is awesome. <laughs> Dude, that one extra who had like the full on like bl- comforter blanket yeah. fully engulfed in flame. And she's like, burning man, burning man, you know? Yeah. Oh, that shit was talking about metal. Um, the crowd rus- rushing past motionless Frederson is incredible. That the actor who plays Frederson when he's on his knees staring mm-hmm. up at the cathedral and there's he, they literally run like 150 people like all yeah. around him and yeah. that actor the, I you I'm sure the direction is like don't touch him don't hit his elbows don't bump him at all because that actor is a stone and there's this mm-hmm. like pouring yeah, mob of people, people around him visually that just the texture of them rushing by him like gives you vertigo yeah. it's such a beautiful shot uh, and then at the very end. Walking toward the church in lockstep, mindless order as well as no better. <laughs> um, I think that might honestly be my last note. I hope it is, cause, cause that's a good one. Fucking yeah, there. That's whew, that's it, guys. I gotta stand up again. No, it, it was uh, it was an amazing journey. The movie, like it really is, it holds up super well. Oh my god, yeah. You know, it's hard to think of another movie like it. It's it's an experience that you could revisit every year and get something new out of it. I can't. I mean, uh, other than other than Blade Runner two thousand one, A Space mm-hmm. Odyssey, V for Vendetta, Matrix, Dark City, I can't think of right. a single other movie. <laughs> but but like but those <laughs> Watchmen. Movie, yeah, mm-hmm. but those but those movies are 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 more they're more direct in their message. You I know agree. What I mean? and, and, and I'm like, I'm being facetious because you know, all of those, this is the seed. This, yeah, this you is know what I mean. Yeah. Like I, I'm with you. That yeah. What, what, 100 f- years ago final thoughts Carl a round table uh, man I mean anyone that's a fan of any movies at all you need to watch Metropolis if you haven't seen it yeah if you're f- and I need to watch it again 
just probably in the next soon. year. Soon, yeah. And if you're, yeah, Carl's right. If you're a film fan, do your, yeah, and do yourself a, fe- a favor. Do a double feature with M. Fritz Lang's other movie, M, which is just amazing, and it's much more straightforward film noir. Amazing, amazing, <laughs> and it's just it's so <laughs> on good. the Criterion Channel. I know that yeah. for a fact. Yep, and, the, and it, like like you're really gonna see and remind yourself that this is a hundred years ago. Wow, you know, at the insane. beginning of movies, you're seeing like yeah, that one's got Peter Lorre in it too, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's back when they're like, what are we gonna call these things? Let's call them. Fast moving picture things. Yeah. Movie well, number but, one. Yeah. <laughs> Motion picture film. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm with you guys. I wholeheartedly recommend this. I'm so glad I watched it. And I'm so glad I watched it for a talk with the two of you. Yeah, man. Dang we, did it. we did it. It's a movie meant to be talked about. For sure. It is. Well, yeah, it's one of those movie movies. It's yeah. not really yeah. a movie night movie because it's one. It's like, well, I mean, I don't know. Avengers Endgame was like three hours. No, right, but at the end of Avengers Endgame, you can be like, that was cool. That was fun. <laughs> you know, and you can go to bed. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to the beach. Yeah, yeah this yeah. definitely, this is like a we're going to watch a movie kind of thing. Yeah, it's but, like, uh, clear your weekend, honey. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> we got to talk about the socioeconomic situation yeah, in Germany in 2017. I need to have a breakdown and watch the History Channel. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right, so you got to listen to this 22-hour podcast on World War One, and then we're going to watch a German expressionist film. Or is that only my house? <laughs> 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 Listeners, if you liked what you just heard, you can find us over on patreon.com slash quill and film Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M. You know, and, it's weird because I didn't find any time to do that gratuitous plug in this because of the machine. It's been, no, it was too much. It was like, I can't talk about economics and... Yeah, don't... We honestly, like, I feel weird even being like, head over to this thing. Your, right. Your algorithm will curate more how podcasts about, how about like this? ours. Listen, guys, Carl and Max need to be saved from the crushing blood-churning, child-eating machine that is the current economic system. And if you want to help them taste a moment of freedom, to have the gardens of heaven open up to them just for a moment, head over and support them on Patreon. Yes. Get us out of this Malachian machine. <laughs> thank you kindly. Jeff, what a, what a plug, man. Um, we, so I'd like to thank you for that plug. I would also like to thank you for being, are you on this list? One of our patrons. Nice. What? Thank you. That's I how would, I get in the door. I would also. Correct. No, dude, honestly, just uh, folklore is what got you in the door, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we would like to take this opportunity to, as always, thank our patrons. I would love to thank we would love to thank Casey Scheibe, John Scheibe, who will be returning as a special guest for, I believe, 2017's Burning nice. pretty soon. Uh, William Rockwood, Stian Bu. I, I felt like there was, a, good. there was a little That's musicality, good. a yeah. touch of yeah. the, the Scandinavian music. <gasps> no, 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 that one, was good. One of these days, dude, I'm going to just nail it and I'll get the email and be like, that one was good. Was, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, David Rowney, Kelly and Mike Wagner, Brian Jackson, Sister Sarah Hartley, Katie Clark, Leslie Ty, Baloney Shoes, Mariah Rosado, and as always, a special shout out to Kevin Ramirez, wheresoever in this Ever wide, wide world be, of sports Kevin you may Ramirez. be. Um, I'm not even going to give you our social media because this movie is too gross to do that to, but if you want to reach out directly hmm. for some electronically mitigated human contact, measuringflixpodcast at gmail.com, what did you think of Fritz Lang's masterpiece? Can you even watch it? Where I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. It's amazing. Tell your friends, rate and review. Next week on Measuring Flicks, you will be listening to either me and Cassandra talk about Half Nelson finally, or you'll be listening to Jeff, Carl, and I talk about Tongan Ninja, 
I believe it's fucking coming. Oh shit! Oh, palate cleanser, guys. <laughs> yeah, palate cleanser to the extreme. Which uh, which history books should I read, or or do I need a different copy of the Bible for Tongue? You God just Ninja? have to find the 240p version that only exists on YouTube, and that's that's fuck? it, man. All right, I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> I got YouTube TV <laughs> yeah, now, man. <laughs> a. Thank you all so much. We've kept you long enough. Uh, much love. Talk to you next time, Jeff. Thank you so much for thank coming back, guys. Carl. Thanks for having I'm, us over. I'm holding it like a rock star now. And last oh, but man, you last, look good. last yeah. but not least, I wanted to say James Keenan to our to our patrons. Um, we recorded this on a brand new Zoom H4N Pro handy recorder, which I just got to replace the last one that I'd had for years. Finally died. The patron funds paid for that. It also paid for the new studio headphones that are on my ears right now. You guys are great. You guys are really, truly incredible. Thank you so much. Your The Zoom recorder, I could not have replaced without it, Patreon money. And without the it. Zoom recorder, you couldn't hear me say nipple tassels. Sa-ha. Say it one more time. Nipple tassels. Carl? Nipple tassels. I like that. I'm going to try it myself. Nipple tassels. <laughs> <laughs> he got genuinely excited. His voice cracked. I saw that one.